0: I'm loving this. Yes, yes, yes. If you want the new Morgan You Asked For koozie delivered to your mailbox, please give us a five-star rating and review on your podcast player. Screenshot the picture of it and email it to me. The email address is Morgan you Asked for Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Welcome to this edition of Morgan You Asked For Podcast. March 13th, it is March and it's March Madness time, Iowa, Iowa State men actually in Iowa here Iowa State Iowa and Drake all men and women all in the tournament uh, so six teams you and I's left out this year but all three women's team won the championship in their league which is real awesome. Iowa women's a two seed the highest seed out of everybody. Iowa State women is a are a five. I'll be honest I don't know what Drake's women are. Um, I think maybe I saw a 14 seed. And then the men, um, Iowa is a eight. Iowa State is a six, and then a Drake's a twelve. And that you know the twelve seed, we'll get to all that those matchups here. But that twelve seed is uh, one of those ripe ones for the the ones to pick for the upsets. So right in that wheelhouse, and Iowa State did get away from them. There there was a real chance there that Iowa State, if they were a five, was was going to play Drake, and that just wouldn't have been fun. Um, one, you know, you want all Iowa teams to do well in the tournament, or at least I do. Um, so when you know one of them is going to lose in that first round, no matter what, it just uh, makes the tournament a little, little less fun.
1: I agree. It'd be, it'd be cool for obviously the first matchup where you get a bunch of people uh, from Iowa, whether it's in Des Moines or wherever it's going to be. Obviously, right. not, not there this year, but or those teams, I should say. The interesting thing is Iowa, Iowa State, and Drake are all in the yeah. all in the upper. I always I always look at it from right, left, lower corner. Yep. They're all in the upper right hand side of the bracket, whatever yep. it's called. I don't even know, but that's how I've always looked at it.
0: It is the Midwest bracket, and so if they do get to the Sweet Sixteen, it is in Kansas City. So that is that would be a huge deal for any any of the three. I mean, would have huge. Obviously, Drake fans there's aren't as many Drake fans. Uh, but Kansas City uh, would be uh, w- would love to have one or two or all three somehow all three of those Iowa teams there because oh, yeah. they they all didn't get travel they didn't get Kansas which is really hard to believe that that Kansas is not there um, they they really punished Kansas I think uh, for losing that championship game to Texas
1: yeah our our friend Cody I've, I've talked to him a few times this year about college basketball well particularly Kansas. He's a big Jayhawk fan and he doesn't believe that they're very good this year, which they're still I, a number one seed, but he thinks they're he doesn't think they're quite as good as years past as a number one seed, let's say.
0: Yeah, they might not be as good as last year, but I, I think they could win the whole thing. When they're playing good, um Houston has injury problems, Purdue is uh Purdue. They just don't get there. Alabama's really good. Alabama was the overall number one seed. They are really good. And then uh, you know, obviously with with Houston, that four team, um, been to the final four, been to the elite eight the last few years, uh, but still they don't play that game night in and night out, like uh, you know, the SEC, the Big Ten and the Big Twelve. And we'll see how that affects Houston. Well, and just going back to Kansas real quick, I I would say of uh, the
1: four number ones well, I I shouldn't say all, but it does look like Kansas has a pretty nice path to the elite Mm -hmm. eight. And then from there, obviously UCLA and Gonzaga are, are the the two heavyweights down below, but there, there is a path for Kansas. I don't know if Arkansas or Illinois can eat, can knock them off. No, I I don't watch enough, but it does look like Kansas has a nice path to the sweet 16 or elite eight at least.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, And they're in Des Moines here this first week. So, I mean, they're not traveling far. So I'm sure when I'm sitting, uh, sitting out there Friday afternoon. There'll be a lot of Kansas fans uh, just hanging out for the weekend because, I, you know, obviously nine point 99.99% chance they'll win on Thursday um, and and then play again on Saturday against the winner of Illinois and Arkansas. You know, that's another – Arkansas can't be real happy that Illinois is playing there. You know, much like Iowa can't be real happy that they're playing Auburn a couple hours away. You know, Illinois to, to Des Moines isn't very far. I don't know how many fans will come, but – Overall, it's not very far compared to Arkansas.
1: Yeah, that, that's uh, essentially a home game for Illinois, like you said. And then for the Hawkeyes playing down in Birmingham, that that's, should, by all means should be a home game for Auburn. I, I saw online a couple of Auburn fans say, like, Iowa's probably going to get run out of the arena. We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, Iowa's an eight seed. Those eight night ones are usually pretty good. The only Iowa's- thing
0: is there actually probably will be more people cheering for Iowa in that game because there are a whole lot of Alabama fans that have tickets to that as the number one seed and uh, they're get, all those guys they're not cheering for Auburn
1: no no you're right they won't be cheering for Auburn so that that's an interesting one the, the locations are always always something to keep in mind and and as this thing grows bigger and bigger you know Des Moines has teams that's going to be an awesome weekend for Des Moines bring a lot of people up Uh, Kansas should bring a lot of fans up because Iowa State has brought a lot of fans down to Kansas City for the Big 12 tournament, which is essentially a home, you know, a home tournament for Kansas right away.
0: And the thing about, like, teams like Kansas or Kentucky or, you know, obviously they're Blue Bloods, North Carolina. I know they're not in the tournament, but those teams, I would expect Kansas fans knew they would be in the running for having a one or a two seed and getting that preferential treatment. And so I would assume there are a whole bunch of Kansas fans that bought tickets to Des Moines right away, right when they went on sale, just hoping and assuming that they would be playing there. And then obviously they, they're they they're good enough that they are. Yeah,
1: absolutely. If, if you're a for sure one or two seed, you kind of know where you're going. Mm-hmm. You can buy tickets in advance. Uh, you and I talked right before we got on. I'm taking customers uh, to the Denver games here Friday night. We're going to go watch Gonzaga versus Grand Canyon and then TCU versus the winner of Arizona State-Nevada, I think it is. I was kind of hoping to go watch Creighton play right. NC State, but with our schedules, we, we're not going to be able to make that one. Uh, I was really hoping to go catch catch Creighton, but it's kind of cool that they they spread all these different games out in the beginning stages, all these different cities, and just speaking of Des Moines in particular, bring a lot of people and a lot of money to downtown Des Moines.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, they've they've added hotels and they're adding bars – Um, Jethro's is moving down there kind of by buzzard billies and they couldn't, they tried really hard. And I know I I listened to them on the radio and stuff and, and they've tried really hard, but they just could not get it done in time. So they aren't quite ready yet. And they've got to be a little bit disappointed with that because it's this weekend is, is where you're printing money.
1: Yeah. Same. Like we talked about St. Patrick's day and then the basketball tournament Mm -hmm. combined. I mean, it's, you're going to be hardly, hardly be able to move downtown, but no, you're, you're. It's
0: those places are printing money from the time they open till the time they close this weekend. Yeah,
1: you. Uh, as as we talked before, you better open as soon as you can, and stay open as late as you can, because you'll you'll be a packed house yep. all weekend. And uh, the good news is though, is a tournament. will come back to Des Moines.
0: Yeah, they're they're in the rotation now, and they do things the right way, from everything that you hear. And as you know, you, there's only so many times you can have it. You can't have it every year, but. As soon as they can have it, I think it's uh, pretty much a, a done deal that that they'll have it, and hopefully one of these times Iowa-Iowa State can get that preferential treatment there. Uh, but looking, you know, they sell these things out right away, so they don't need Iowa and Iowa State to play there, to sell it out. So don't kid yourself. The NCAA thinks about that. They go, you know, send an Iowa to Birmingham or Iowa State to Greensboro. You know, those aren't the best you know easiest places to get to but you know you're going to have a few thousand fans of each and that'll be a few thousand fans that you might not have got there depending on who's there but the Des Moines one sold out now if if I were I would be there it would be unbelievable and the prices to that to get in would be just astronomical i think it's already over 100 dollars a ticket for each for each session um Probably should have two years ago. Should have just bought the all session pass and then turned around and sold them and made some money. But I wasn't that smart.
1: Well, there we go. I was just on uh, Ticketmaster a little bit ago looking at vivid uh, seats. Ticketmaster. I think Des, Mo-
0: Des Moines is the most expensive uh, place I think in the whole thing right now.
1: It, it might be because you got Kansas coming up. You got some good schools there in Des Moines. I, the Denver one, I would say Creighton and NC State. It's not as it it's not as exciting as Des Moines in my opinion. You got Texas A and M. In mm-hmm. State there in Des Moines, which is attractive to yeah. a lot of Midwest folks. Um, but I know looking at at tickets out here to get in the lower bowl of the of the arena, it's about two hundred dollars minimum, plus for that fees. session. Yeah, for one session, one yeah. only. Yeah, and right. it's 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 a little crazy. I mean, I'm glad I'm taking them for work because if it was on my own dime, uh, there you know there's no way I could pull the trigger unless I or Iowa State were out here.
0: Right, and it's. And you got to think about it when you spend $200 for a session, you're seeing two games. So you got to split it up. Sure. And, you know, especially if you would go on that second day, where it's two teams that have won. Um, and so you're seeing games again and, you know, it's just, it's expensive, but I, I, I don't, I think it would be worth it. Um, just like, I think going to Kansas, I mean, I've been to Kansas city. I have not went to Kansas city the big 12 title game in a long time. Probably been over 15 years. Um, but it's it's very fun, and I think the NCAA tournament. If you get in the right setting, like I think both this year Iowa and Iowa State going to Greensboro and, and Birmingham, I don't think that would be the most fun situation because you are only going to have a few thousand people. You know, there might be some Iowa fans that that uh, have went down to how far would like uh, Gulf Shores or Orange Beach be from Birmingham?
1: It it wouldn't be that far. Be uh, right. under it, two, three, four hours at max.
0: Right. So if maybe they don't have anything to do, you know, they're sitting there and the weather kind of, I don't know how the weather is, but maybe the weather kind of stinks or something, or there's kind of big Hawkeye fans and they're only a couple hours away. uh, They might sneak up there. So that one might not be so bad. And then I would guess Greensboro is probably not super far from like Myrtle beach or something. So there's probably some people there as well. Uh, So there's opportunities uh, that are there, uh, but just uh, truly just traveling to Birmingham or traveling to Greensboro, isn't the easiest and isn't the cheapest because it is spring break week. So things are expensive in general and, you know, just flying right now is not easy and it is not cheap. You know, I obviously just went through it, uh, spent an entire extra day, you know, cause you know, plane, whatever. And, uh, it's just not easy and not guaranteed right now. And both of them are a long drive. Um, it's not just, uh, uh, it's not driving to Nashville. That's eight to 10 hours. It's 14 hours to Birmingham or so. And then it's probably 20 hours of Greensboro. I don't know, but I bet it's it's about that.
1: Yeah, it, it's a long drive for sure. And you're right. Flying right now is expensive, not convenient, crazy. There's all sorts of stuff coming out. Flying is not uh, necessarily as convenient as it used to be in the past, maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, Iowa and Iowa State, their destinations right now, not ideal, but you know, if, if you're looking for a reason to go, go to Birmingham, you you still fly into Atlanta. People is that, that is that
0: where you fly in? Uh,
1: when we Aniston is where my company is located, sort of halfway between Atlanta and Birmingham, roughly. A little closer to Birmingham, but you can fly into Birmingham or Atlanta. We always look at both. Sometimes ch- uh, flights are cheaper into Birmingham or vice versa. So, right. you know, Iowa fans could look at flying in to Birmingham first, of course, then look into Atlanta or Nashville and then make it the drive. But, right. yeah, it's going to be pricey, you know, and it just depends how much you want to go see him play play down there. And maybe, like you said, when you uh, buy these first round or these session games, you, you do get two. So you kind of have to divide that total price in half, as you said, uh, to put things in perspective because you're going to get it multiple games.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, let's go ahead and let's let's talk um the actual matchups in the games. Let's go ahead and start with Iowa, because they play on Thursday at five fifty Iowa time. Uh they're the eight seed and they play Auburn. So so I'm assuming now this is an assumption, and we're gonna talk about this with, with Iowa State here in a little bit, that I would say they were probably a seven seed, and then losing that game to Ohio State probably dropped them to an eight, would be my guess. And I, I think that is significant. Playing that 7-10 game, I think the first round, it doesn't really matter that much. But I think there is a big difference between playing the number one seed in the second round and playing the number two seed. You look at over the course of the NCAA tournament history, a lot more number two seeds get beaten that second round than the one seeds. You know, the one seeds in the first round, one ever, the Virginia against Maryland, Eastern Shore, or what Baltimore County, whatever it was. And but the two seeds do get beat in the second round. Now the, the ones do as well. Um, North Carolina was an eight seed last year, went all the way to the championship game. They've done that before actually as well. So that that one seed does get beat in the second round, but just not as often, and spe- especially this year. Um, you know, Houston's the odds-on favorite to win the tournament if you're if you're the in the betting, and they've been one of the top teams from day one. You know, they've been top five all year. I think they have two or three losses on the year. And Kelvin Sampson's been to the Final Four with Houston, and he's been to the Final Four. Um, I'm pretty sure he went there with Oklahoma, with Blake Griffin. And then he was a coach at Indiana as well. And so he knows what he's doing. This isn't a young hotshot coach that's looking to move up. He's staying there. They're going to the Big 12 next year, which makes that conference even more difficult next year. Think about that. <laughs> and uh, But um, Iowa playing Auburn in Birmingham sucks, but overall, 8-9 game, obviously it's essentially a coin flip. But then that second round you got Houston is, is a tall, tall task.
1: Yeah, definitely going to be tough. I, I've seen a few people pick Iowa to win versus Auburn and then to upset Houston. Seems like there's some people that are down in Houston, but mm-hmm. we talked about this last week. I mean, there doesn't seem to be – well, Houston, there is.
0: There's Houston, a has, Houston has an injury too. A guy they didn't do, play yeah. in that championship game. And that, you know, but it's a whole other week to to get better. And I don't, I, I can't answer what his injury is or anything, but I'm assuming he's going to play. But yes, there is an injury there that, that does affect Houston.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So if I if can get past Auburn, you know, we know Iowa can shoot, but can they go head to head with Houston? Not, you know, my guess would be probably not. Right. Of course. Just kind of looking at that uh, that region, the the winner to win the Midwest region, Miami's fifteen to one, which I think is pretty good odds. I know right. they have had an injury as well.
0: Yeah, they got injuries as well, but they're good. They they are the one that beat uh, Iowa State last year as a ten seed uh, in the Sweet Sixteen to go to the Elite Eight. Um, I'm pretty sure they won the the regular season ACC championship, which is amazing that the ACC champ is a five seed. But I think the highest – it might be the highest seed of anybody. Them and Duke are fives. Or, I think of Virginia is a four. But is Marquette ACC
1: anymore? No, nope, nope, they're, they're the, they're the Big East. East.
0: Big yeah. East, yeah. So um, just the ACC was very down this year compared to normal. And um, I actually see a few people that have picked Drake to win that one. And we'll get to Drake here in a second. But Drake actually to get uh, by Miami and Indiana. Um, Drake, Drake's. Uh, we're get, We'll talk about them here in a little bit. But Drake, I don't like that draw for Drake. But Drake's a very good basketball team, and and we'll talk about why here in a little bit. But let's finish Iowa here. Here's how Iowa is. If Iowa shoot this, this is it, this game's real simple. If Iowa shoots over forty percent from three point range, they win. If they do not, they lose because they're not going to stop Auburn. Auburn's going to score a lot of points. It's just if Iowa can outscore Auburn. It, it's super simple.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if I can even pick Iowa to win the game. I, I don't just I, given I, just given Franz his. I mean, I'm, I know he's won games before. We've talked about that, but being down there in Birmingham, that place is going to be loaded with Auburn fans. I feel like, right, like that. It, it's going to be really tough. And you're right, Iowa's going to have to have a a complete game, as basically you you indicated. If if they're off a little bit, they're probably going to lose it.
0: Right, it's just, you know, and Fran just has that that monkey on his back of not getting the sweet 16, and then just being that 8-9 game just sucks because it just makes it so difficult, and, you know, the odds are not with them again.
1: No, no, they're not, because then obviously you're most likely, like you said, going to go play Houston, which is a better team. So uh, you're going to have to shoot lights out both games in a row. Mm-hmm. I, You know, of course, love to see Iowa win, but it's, it's definitely going to be a tough one and especially playing down there in Birmingham, Auburn's going to be all over that place.
0: All right, so you're going to pick Iowa or Auburn? Auburn. Okay. I am going to pick Iowa in a tight one. I mean, I think it's close. Um, somebody's going to step up and hit a shot, uh, which they haven't had the last couple games. You know, Iowa's just absolutely insane. They go to Assembly Hall to a really good Indiana team, really good. And just obliterate them, and then they lose at home to Nebraska, and then they lose to Ohio State. It's just it's unfathomable. You know, I mean, it's just
1: yeah, a lot of up and down, and yep. a bad end to the season. Obviously, with losing to Nebraska, and then in the tournament, it just it just doesn't feel good with Iowa right now. Right, the women feel really good. The men, uh, yeah, just not a good vibe with with what's going on.
0: No, and it, it's just crazy at how some teams are rolling and then they'll get beat in the first round of the NCAA tournament. And some teams, you know, Auburn's lost like – they're, they're kind of like Iowa State, actually. They've lost like 9 of 13. Now, again, they've got some good – the the few wins in there. Um, I think they actually beat Kentucky twice. They beat Tennessee. and um, But they've lost kind of like Iowa State. But they're still a very good team and, and right about there. I'm going to pick Iowa in a tight one. Uh, then I'm going to have Iowa lose to Houston in that second round, but um, I do have Iowa win in the first round, first one.
1: There you go. Well, I mean, I'm doing the reverse jinx. Let's call there it. There you that. go. Yep. Hey. i against, hoping they win. Absolutely,
0: <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. So again, that's Thursday at 5:50, so about probably about six o'clock. You know, none of the, if you're not the first game of a session, um, you always got to assume a little bit later than they say. So I, I would say at least about six o'clock on Thursday. So that's actually perfect because Thursday's a day a lot of people still work um, and and everybody can get where they need to do to watch it. You know, Friday, there are a lot of people that take Friday off. One for St. Patrick's Day. I think there are a lot of people that take St. Patrick's Day off no matter what it is, but it is Friday of spring break week. A lot of people aren't working. Uh, so, you know, like Iowa State's time Friday at 2 o'clock, not a big deal, but I think that you know Thursday at, at 11 o'clock or Thursday at 2 o'clocks much more difficult for people to be off to watch it. Now, you know, they always talk about how many billions of year, billions of dollars of unproductivity at work people have. Um, yeah, no one's what everybody's watching the game, but just they still would probably be at work. But it's great that most people will be off work for that.
1: Yeah, let's just make this a national holiday, in my opinion, Thursday yeah. and Friday. And <laughs> yeah.
0: we're going we, to we keep uh, promoting all these holidays. No one's going to work ever the day after the Super Bowl should be a holiday or move the game to Saturday. Then you don't have to. But that's what it, that's to each their own and then yeah Thursday and Friday should be a holiday or I'm okay work till 10 o'clock you just got to go you got to show up you got to do a couple things and then go back home yeah so, I, so, you I be, agree. so you can be home by 11 when the first games start
1: yep less work or maybe even we'll we'll compromise or work till noon that'll that'll mm. suck but we'll, we'll do it we'll go till noon and then we're done
0: <laughs> or everybody works from home that day that would be everybody
1: enough. works from home. And yeah, I mean, everybody's, you know, all this, these office pools go, Oh yeah, uh, schools, whatever there's all, and this one makes it fun. It, it's just going to be nonstop people on their phone, computer TV. Oh, yeah. And you know, this is, this probably has to be one of the least productive uh, four day stretches in America for oh, yeah. uh, production yeah. because everybody's watching the games or looking at their phone, checking their brackets oh. and and that's okay. That's a yep. it's a little escape from from work.
0: Yep. Speaking of brackets, stay tuned to for the end of this podcast, we will have a bracket challenge on ESPN. Um, I'll give you the password and everything you need to do uh, later in. So we will have one of those, and I will have some prizes for you. So stay tuned to the end uh, to to hear those, so you can get uh, signed up in our uh, our bracket challenge here for Morgan Ask for a podcast. So I got it set up, and we're ready to go. And
1: what was that? What side was that
0: on? It'll be on ESPN. ESPN,
1: okay.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yep. So just stay tuned for the details to that. All right, let's uh, move on to uh, Iowa State. Uh, They're the sixth seed in the Midwest. Like we said before, all three teams in Iowa are out of the Midwest. So, you know, if they keep winning, they could play each other um, in the Elite Eight. Um, None of them would play uh, in the Sweet 16. They're just enough away in the bracket. But uh, Iowa and Drake would play in the Elite Eight. No. Iowa and Drake would play in the Sweet 16, and then Iowa State or or Iowa or Drake, whoever win, would win that one, would play Iowa State in the Elite Eight to go to the Final Four. Yep, uh, no, that looks right. Yep, so I, I did miss speak there. Okay, so here's the, the, the weird thing about Iowa State being the sixth seed. They are going to play the winner of Mississippi State and Pittsburgh. So they got to play on Tuesday night in that play-in game. And so – it's I I overall that's not a good thing because they're gonna get a game in. People aren't spo- used to sitting out for a week, of playing this time of year. They're used to playing every two, three, four days, kind of depending on your schedule. Um, so that's a little bit um, different when you're sitting and you're traveling and and everything's just different in the NCAA tournament. You got you know open practices. You got media responsibilities that are just much more regimented than on your regular basis. And so they're gonna get that, but yet, you know. So that's a that's a, and then there's always one of these eleven seeds that get on a roll and go to like the elite eight, sweet sixteen, elite eight. Almost every year, one of them goes on a run. It very easily could be one of them. Iowa State could lose the first game. They can lose to a lot of people. They can also win, and I think they will that first game. And and I'll discuss it why and who who I think. Um, it's gonna be a good game that Pittsburgh. And uh, Mississippi State is going to be a good game. It's two contra- contrasting styles. Pittsburgh is much like Hoyberg's teams. Not as great teams, but as mediocre teams. Not a lot of defense, lots of offense. Maybe think of Iowa. If they're shooting lights out, game over, you're going to lose. But they're not going to stop anybody. So, And Iowa State needs that because Iowa State's not good on offense. Mississippi State is the complete opposite. I actually think they're worst in the country at three point percentage, but they play defense. So if Iowa state and Mississippi state play, it's going to be 45 to 40. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like Iowa football. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Think of Iowa football and, um, and, and for Iowa state fans, think of Oklahoma state. It's kind of their kryptonite, kind of like Iowa state. I think is Baylor's kryptonite, just the way they play. And it just doesn't work out for Baylor. Well, Iowa State can't beat Oklahoma State. Last year, they scored like 38 points against Oklahoma State at home. Got swept by Oklahoma State this year. Oklahoma State was like the first team out of the tournament. So, you know, obviously they got beat a lot. Obviously not by Iowa State. Um, I just think the matchup would be much better with Pittsburgh. Um, Unless you get one of those nights that they're shooting and then you're not going to beat them, just like Iowa. But. Um, I do think Pittsburgh wins. I think Mississippi State's favorite by like two and a half. So, I mean, it's a almost a coin flip. And you just never know how those, you know, opening round games or whatever you playing game, whatever you want to call it, you just never have know what's going to happen there. And then you just never know how it's going to go forward. Uh, but one of those teams always goes on, and let's just hope it's not that team against Iowa State. Um, and Iowa State uh, wins. You know, they're not going to blow anybody out, I don't think. Um, you know, six about a, about a four to six point win for the Cyclones. I'm gonna pick against uh, Pittsburgh, uh, but I'll I'll do either one. Iowa State wins that game.
1: Yeah, I, I think regardless who who Iowa State plays, I'm I'm picking them to win. We did this previously last week. At least win one game, so I'm gonna go Iowa State to move on. I I will say, you know, there's two 14 seeds I'm looking at maybe to make an upset. And Kennesaw State over Xavier is one I got my mind on. And I think, what was the other one? Oh, Santa Barbara over Baylor. I think that's a game that nobody's talking about.
0: No. Yeah, go ahead, finish, and then then I'll talk about Baylor. There's
1: always, you know, I always feel like when I'm filling out brackets, I do 10, 20, whatever, 30 a year. And I'll fill them out a little bit differently, but I'll notice trends where I always pick a game that I'm not even thinking about and I always pick the same winner. And I kind of looked at that Baylor Santa Barbara game as one of those, like eh, maybe this year I'm going to do something a little different. So I'm, I'm going to pick Santa Barbara a couple of times and then Kennesaw state. But I, I do think Iowa state wins their, wins their opening matchup and does move on to around the 30th.
0: Yeah. So obviously I would beat to Baylor twice in the last week and there are some, some of the Iowa state, uh, Contingent that was down there with the media never said said they think something's wrong with Baylor, so that's not a bad pick and and you know I since it came out you you scroll Twitter or whatever and everybody puts their brackets out there one of the you know Seth Davis's of the world or the athletic or somebody mm-hmm. did have uh, Santa Barbara going to Sweet Sixteen beating Baylor in the first round uh, okay. And then one of the the CBS guys last night actually had Xavier in the final four coming out of the Midwest, uh, which is weird to me because I don't think I don't picture Xavier as being that good. But um, maybe. the only thing I know about
1: Xavier is Taylor Howard. And I used to joke around. It seems like they you never watch him, but they always make the tournament.
0: Yeah, they're, the they're good. And then Sean Miller's their coach again. Guy was at, at Arizona mm-hmm. uh, and got fired or whatever. Uh, but he he was very good when he was at Xavier. Jack Nungie, former Iowa player, um is is one of their better players and it is does a good job for Xavier. They're good and they got they got second place to Marquette in the in the Big East. Um, so yeah, I mean Xavier's not not a bad team, but you know, just for matchups and and we can go ahead and talk about that next one. We kind of did with Iowa with Houston. Um I'm going to I'm going to assume Xavier wins, but like you said, would it completely shock me? Um, if Kennesaw state, uh, would get out, out of there and that, that would, if it opens up for Iowa state, that would be amazing. You know, um, it opened up last year because of Iowa state and they even played it. They were 11 seed and played a 10. So they were still actually the, the underdog seed, um, and, and wasn't able to pull it out, but, uh, it opened up pretty good for him last year as well. Uh, but let, let's just say Xavier wins. I am going to, I'm going to pick Iowa state. Um it's a, it's a decent draw. When you're a six seed, uh, I think the three seed, Xavier, is not a powerhouse. You know, it's it's a team that's good. I mean, all these teams are good. You're in the tournament. But if you're looking at Iowa State and you want people to play, I think that's a team you're not scared of. You don't want to see, you know, a Texas. You know, you're going to have to play, you can play Texas in the, the Sweet 16 here, um, but – uh yeah, teams like Texas and and those tough. I think the for an Iowa State team, if you can stay away from the Power Five power, you know, teams, I think that's a good thing for Iowa State.
1: Yeah, the Big Twelve is a battle tested conference, as you said, uh, or as everybody knows, Big Twelve right. is really damn good. So yeah, if Iowa State can win their first game, regardless if they play Xavier or Kennesaw State, I'd I'd be tempted to pick them to win right. to go to the Sweet Sixteen.
0: Yeah, I mean it's. It's, uh, you know, it's a good draw.
1: Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I I think it's a really good draw. Six seed is probably one of those underrated ones sometimes. Right. Kind of gets overlooked because everyone thinks about 7-10. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're filling out a bracket, you always got to pick one ten because it's happened every year, right, or almost every year.
0: Right. And, and, and there will be an 11-6 upset. Iowa State did last year over LSU. And then, you know, there's going to be one this year. And we'll just hope it's not Iowa State.
1: Yeah, I feel like the eleven six is kind of a forgotten one. Yeah. Everyone's like seven to or ten, seven, mm-hmm. five, but I feel like the eleven six kind of gets forgotten about.
0: Yeah, I was reading the thing. The four thirteen that you were talking about it is one that's sneaky as well. Um, that that there is there's a there's a percentage there that every year, um there's a percentage, you know, it may not happen every year, but then the next year'll be two of them, you know, so it, it does average out. You know, over the last 5, 10 years, it's like 20% or something like that. It's not good, but.
1: Right. So what we're telling people is pick every 10, 11, 12, and 13. Yeah. Just just to be safe.
0: Yep. Your bracket will be great if you just pick all the underdogs.
1: You'll get one through at least.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right. And then, you know, we don't talk a lot about them, but Drake is in the tournament. Um, Won like 17 out of their last 18 games. You know, they kind of struck, you know, they played a decent non-conference game. They beat this Mississippi State team. um, So that's actually one of their better wins that Iowa State could play. Um, But they're playing really well. Here's what Drake has. Drake is very experienced. They're like the third or fourth most experienced team in college basketball. And they have a bona fide star in Tucker DeVries, who is not a Missouri Valley Conference player. He is above that but obviously his dad's the coach. He wanted to stay and play for his dad. Um, He could be playing at Iowa. He could be playing at Iowa State. He could be playing, you know, power five, power six, and he would be a good player. Probably not player of the year as a sophomore, uh, but he's doing what he's supposed to do. When you're that type of recruit slash player, you go win the award as a sophomore. That's what you should do, and he's done that. Um, Now, I do think this draw sucks for them. Because I think Miami is another experienced team, team that went to Elite Eight last year, returning a lot of guys. Coach Laranega has been there, done that. He's the one that took George Mason to the Final Four. Um, so it is not, you know, we were just talking about Iowa State, a pretty good draw. I think this is not a good draw for Drake. We're just going to see how good they are. Um, can they win that game? Yes. Is it going to be hard? I think it is. And then they probably have Indiana next. And that'll be a hard one as well. But I did. I think Seth Davis picked them to go to Sweet 16.
1: Definitely going to be a tough game for Drake to play Miami, who I think probably a lot of people feel is a little under as a five. But, yeah, yeah as, you, as you mentioned, it'd be nice to see him move on. Of course, this is Drake versus the uh, Doug D. Cox.
0: As yep. we like to call it, versus the yep. Miami Hurricanes. But... All right, we're going to have to take a break here before this uh, cuts off here. So we'll come back and finish our Drake talk here in just a second on Morgan Asked for a Podcast. All right, welcome back here to the second portion of Morgan Asked for a Podcast. Uh, we kind of cut off there uh, right at the Drake conversation, uh, Drake versus the fighting Doug DeCox Cox of, of Miami, and, and Trevor, go ahead and continue your thoughts there.
1: Yeah, it looks like they're going to be playing Friday at uh, about about five thirty, yep. my time, which would be about six thirty yep. your guys' yep. time in Albany, New York. Uh, home it, home,
0: of, home of another uh, friend of the podcast, Paul Foster.
1: Yeah, Paul Foster from the New York area. So that uh, really no home court advantage, I don't think for either team. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't see why there would be one uh, for the for that 12 or, the, or the five versus twelve matchup there. So. The Hurricanes are really good. They they do have an injury, though. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah,
0: yeah, one of their better players did not play in the, in the ACC tournament. So, yeah. So, uh, injury concerns there, which, uh, you know, obviously, like we talked about, you know, especially not playing until Friday evening, um, he gets, you know, almost They're a sure whole week man. off. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's a good thing this time of year if you are battling injury for rhythm and just used to playing every three four days it's not great uh but if you are bad on an injury the extra day or two does really help
1: absolutely I mean you you'll take anything you can get at this point especially if you're if you're injured now if you're on the roll of course you want to keep yep. playing as soon as possible and that's right. that's always the uh the battle with with basketball because you can you can have a team that gets on the roll is hot shooting from everywhere and you don't want that time off mm-hmm. or if you have a stud that's that's uh a little bit injured you know, you might want it. So hopefully, I mean, I don't know what the odds are, but it would be cool to see all three of the Iowa teams move on.
0: Yeah, it would be great to see all three of them win that first game. Uh, That's really all you can ask for. And then after that, it's just a crapshoot anyway. Um, But where you have that, except for Iowa State, where you're you're not having that time to prepare for one team. Now, they're just essentially going to do, especially with the the most of an entire week there, they're going to just do essentially a scout on both teams. And then Tuesday, whoever wins the game, then they'll obviously just continue that one. But, um, you know, when they had practice today, they talked about both Mississippi State and um, Pittsburgh and went over their top two, three plays um, for both teams today.
1: Yeah, you only you only have so much time to prepare. Right. So, and you have to prepare for both, take a look at each of them. And, and basketball is like that. I mean, someone explained it, it's like a glorified uh, state tournament sort of in a way.
0: Oh, yeah. High school
1: state tournament where you got the crowds are constantly switching. You got all these different teams, fan bases. It's nonstop. Uh, And that's what makes March Madness so great is it it is nonstop. I mean, whether you're there in person or watching on TV, you're constantly – the games are ending just almost close to each other. And that's what makes the tournament so good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And then, obviously, if if Drake would win, they'd play, you know, probably Indiana who – you know, has beat Purdue twice, but then lost to Iowa twice. So I mean, they could go either way, and you know, you just never know if, if you know Drake. Like I said, they would they've won like seventeen of eighteen games, and you know, kind of the opposite of Iowa State. You know, where they're kind of playing better now, but kind of limping into the tournament. And do they just keep rolling because they've had that extra week as well? That's a thing with with Drake and that Missouri Valley Conference tournament. Yes, they love to do that because on that Sunday afternoon in the championship, they're all to themselves. They get that CBS time slot, but they've had a whole nother. So they, have, you know, by the time they've not played on Friday, they'll be twelve days without playing. Well, that never happens. So um, you just never know what's going to show up there.
1: Yeah, again, twelve days off could be a could be a blessing or it could be a curse, right? So absolutely, we'll we'll see how they do. Again, hopefully, all three of those those teams move on it'd be nice to see but yeah there's some there's some interesting matchups and and some tough ones for all for all three teams
0: absolutely all right trev now we're going to go out on a limb here a little bit i want you to pick your final four have you looked at it enough to be able to do that or not
1: Ooh, my final four i can do it real quick um because we're we're going to fill out our bracket but we can't win the prize
0: Yep. Yeah, yep. we'll have our our bracket there, but I just want you to pick our, your final 4. You don't we're not going to do uh championship game or winner. You're going to have to join our our bracket challenge if you want to see that from us. Um but uh yes, I want you to pick your final 4.
1: Okay, so I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it this way. Look at I'm going to go top left. Okay. Alabama.
0: Okay. And I am the same. I have Alabama as well.
1: Okay, top right. I am going to go Miami. Okay.
0: And I'm so so you got Drake playing that team right away and and that's what that's what I am not I'm not picking Miami to go, but I just think it's a horrible draw for Drake I think Miami's pretty good. And I am going to go with Houston there. I I just think they've been uh, good all year. I've them beaten Texas in the Elite 8 there.
1: Okay. And we look at the bottom left, the number 1 Purdue side of the bracket. I'm going to go – boy, I see a lot of people pick a Marquette and Duke mm-hmm. to really go on a run, which makes me want to do the opposite. Yep. Boy, I don't know if I can do it. This might be the toughest one, actually. Uh, I think it is. Um, boy, th- this one, I'm taking a look here. Give me just a second. I'll have it here soon. I'm probably going to go Purdue. Okay. Even though I don't, I don't like that pick.
0: I have Kansas state. And it's it's not necessarily that I think Kansas state is, is the best team. I I mean, they probably are out of that or they could be, I just went through it and I kind of just, like we talked about it. You just kind of pick games and like, just, I don't believe in Marquette And, and I could be way off. Marquette might be really good. Um, I just not seen him play. Shaka Smart is good. He's been to a Final Four with VCU. He that's one of those eleven teams, eleven seeds that that played in that opening round and went all the way to the, or to the Final Four. And um, but no, I'm going to have Kansas State uh, going there. So I, I don't know. Purdue's got of the kind the of an upset pick there, but, but, but yeah,
1: yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think that one's kind of interesting. I. I really wanted to take like Providence or Louisiana or or Roberts just as just being kind of the crazy one, which I think it could be, but I don't know. I guess I'm going Purdue, which is boring. It it sucks to be boring, even though a lot of times that's what happens.
0: Yep. So, but yeah, so you've got, uh, you know, two number one seeds and, uh, and I have two number one seeds uh, and then you've got, you've got Purdue there and I've got Kansas state. So, all right. And then your bottom left, uh, which is the West, who do you got coming out of the West?
1: Oh, bottom right. You mean yep, uh, the, Kansas, right. Sorry. the Kansas bracket? I am going to go, uh, and you're the one that talked me into this, which is no nothing crazy. I'm going to go UCLA.
0: Okay, and and that's not a surprise at all. But I do have Kansas, um, but uh, um, I I just think they're one of the best teams in the country. But that's going to be Kansas UCLA if the, if that's that game. That's going to be one fine fine basketball game.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and you know. If UCLA does move on and Gonzaga, like you know, they yep. should according mm-hmm. to seeds, Gonzaga versus UCLA could be a another classic matchup there. Yep,
0: absolutely. I, I think, yeah, I, I UCLA. It would not shock me one bit if UCLA is in the final four there, not at all. Yes, yeah, so right. I think
1: I had I had Miami as the five seed, but then the rest yep. were pretty pretty much shocked.
0: Yeah. Yep, know. absolutely. I've got three ones and and a three. So yeah, mine's, and, and that's what's crazy about this tournament. Everybody loves the the upsets in the first round and, and second. But when you get to the Sweet 16 and they lead eight games, there's not as many upsets and there's not, you know, you're, you're going to go with more chalk and you're going to, you you want those teams. You want a Kansas, you want a Duke, you want a, you know, and and I know North Carolina is not in, a, in Arizona, a Gonzaga, a UCLA. Those are the teams you want to see on that Saturday night. Or Sunday night, playing to go to the Final Four.
1: Yeah, they you typically have the better players, and they have the intimidation factor. Right, right, and that that is a big deal. Whether you know you want to believe it or not, I do believe in it. If you're a you know a small school that's going up to play Kansas in the Sweet Sixteen, you're going to be intimidated because they're Kansas.
0: All righty, all right, Trevor, I, I, you can do it, and and I'm going to do it as well. But we're going to bring my son Tyler in to the podcast. Come over here, bud. He's staying with me this week uh, during spring break, or everything. We kind of were on vacation earlier, so now we're we're on spring break, but we're not going anywhere because we already went on our trip. Um, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna ask you about four or five questions here on teams to win. Okay, so now obviously we have the Hawkeyes are playing the Auburn Tigers on Thursday. Who do you think is going to win that game? And you got to speak right into this microphone here. First, say hi and say. You know, first time on the podcast and everything. Say hi and everything. Hi. All right. Okay, so who's going to win, Iowa or Auburn?
1: I'm guessing Iowa.
0: Okay, so he's got Iowa winning. All All right, right. I like that. That's a good pick. Good start. Okay, and then we've got Iowa State uh, versus we don't know who they're playing yet, but we're going to assume. Do you think they're going to win or lose that game against Iowa State or uh, Mississippi State or Pittsburgh? Who do you think is going to win? I'll okay, guys, into the microphone. i okay, and then our other local team here, uh, Drake. Uh, they're the five twelve. They're they're going to be a, a pretty good underdog. Uh, but do you want the Miami Hurricanes or the Drake Bulldogs? Mm,
1: Drake Bulldogs.
0: All righty. Okay. I like and, it. Three three for three. I'm I'm on board. There here you with go.
1: Talent.
0: Yep. And then uh, and then the other thing. Who who do you think? Who's your favorite team in the tournament? Like nickname game whatever who's your favorite team in the tournament tcu why and why do you like tcu <laughs> come on in here you gotta tell everybody
1: uh, well, <laughs> well i like the tcu because because i like frogs and they're called the what? they're the yeah, horn horned frogs. frogs yeah
0: and and we've seen tcu uh, when we go to our Iowa State games, I, TCU's came up and played it at, at Iowa State, and yep, Tyler Tyler likes frogs. He's had a frog for a pet. He's had two of them, uh, so he does like frogs and stuff. So that's hey, kind of his.
1: The horn frog uh, mascot's pretty cool looking.
0: It actually is. And and so, do you think? Uh, who do you think's going to win the whole thing? Who's your Who's your team to win the whole thing? Or do you really have a team? Well, I think you know what team I want. All right. Okay, say it. Oh. Well, Right now I want TCU to win. Okay, he wants TCU to win the whole thing.
1: Ooh. Well, Tyler, I'm going to see them Friday night actually in person. So I'll be rooting for him.
0: Trevor's going to go see him on Friday. So that'll be awesome. They're going to so. play
1: uh, they're going to play the winner of Arizona State and Nevada, I believe it is. Yep. And I'm going to be there at the game, so now I now I have a reason to root for a team Friday night cuz I didn't before, so I'm actually, you know what? Horn Frogs, let's go.
0: All right, awesome. So Trev's gonna cheer your Horn Frogs on from Denver on Friday night. All right, anything else you want to say? Well, do you have a sleeper
1: team at all, or
0: uh... do you have do you have another team that's your favorite?
1: Probably Iowa State or Missouri.
0: Iowa State or Missouri. Yep, and that's yeah. So like we go to the Iowa State games, but his mom uh, is a Missouri grad, so that they follow Missouri a little bit too, and. You know, Missouri uh, is one of those seven seeds, seven uh, ten that nobody's um, talking about, right? And and they've like got it. some good wins. Uh, they're a team that put it to Iowa State earlier in the year, and uh, um, yeah, they could they could do some damage. I, Arizona might be a little bit underrated there as a two seed, um, so I think Missouri's going to have their hands full with Arizona in that second round. But, um, but that's do you know, what you think pick. about uh, Princeton because they're playing I,
1: Arizona as a two fifteen. I,
0: I I don't. I did watch a little bit of the game yesterday, um, but I did not see them running that back door, you know, slower down like Princeton of old. Um, but no, I, I, I don't think they're going to pose a, a problem to Arizona, but you never know.
1: Yeah, that's, you know, some of these games you look at and like I said, we all we all pick the same like winners or we pay attention to the same games. I feel like Missouri, Utah State, no one's really right. talking about that one at all. Uh, Arizona, Princeton, same thing. You know, everybody loves Marquette. Everybody, everybody loves Creighton, by the way, from what right. I've seen online. And Duke. And don't get me wrong, I I hope Creighton goes on a run, but th- this one makes it so fun. I, I've noticed that over the years, and there's no way to do it. You can fill out a thousand brackets every year, right? And you're gonna you're gonna ignore some games just for whatever reason, I, I don't know why, but there, there's so many different matchups. You can't, you can't put in the time to really pay attention to them all.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, just, I know nothing about Utah state. I couldn't tell you one thing. Um, They're in Utah. It, right. They're the that's, Aggies. Not, that's about all I know. <laughs> Mountain West is uh, they're not, it's not a bad conference. I know they're getting two or three teams in Nevada was a, uh, at large. I think they're in that same conference. Yeah. Um, the Fighting Steve Alford's, and here we go. We'll we'll go from there. But yeah, um, yeah. Some of those games you just don't know either team. You know, or, or the one sixteens. It's like you know Kansas versus Howard. You know, obviously we have some invested in this interest in Kansas here, uh, but other than that, you wouldn't really pay no attention to it. You're looking two or three games down the down the road for those one seeds, uh, but. And, and that's one of those, you're not watching that one, but you get about 10 minutes left in the game and that 16 is just hanging around, hanging around. And, you know, that's when you turn it and everybody goes to it and CBS goes to it. And it's just crazy when, when it gets close to those, those games like that.
1: Yeah. That, that's what makes the tournament so much fun. I, right. I was going to ask a question to you real quick. I don't we really have plenty for later, but what's a 11 seater hire that you think has the best chance to go on a run, you know, Basically meaning winning two games or more.
0: Right. Get to the sweet 16. Yep. Um, You know, I don't – here's what I – I actually don't have anybody really making a run, and and here is why. I think there's not elite teams this year. Like, there's not a team that just right now Mm going to go probably play for the national championship. I don't think you can say that about any team. But I do think there's a whole bunch of really, really good teams. And I think there is a difference between, like, once you get past the the seven seeds, I do think there's a drop-off this year. And, you know, just looking at my bracket here, and it's not perfect. Any, I don't have a double-digit seed in the Sweet 16. I'm um, just looking at my bracket here. Now, I'm going to be wrong. There's going to be a team that will do it. Sure. Um, you know, that Santa Barbara team, you know, I think that that's, N- that's
1: my pick, actually, I think. Right. Um, I, th- I
0: think NC State, if they can get by Creighton, I think Baylor is a, has issues. You know, that would be another one. If they can just win that first game, it might be that Santa Barbara team. Those
1: two teams, NC State and Santa Barbara, might play each other. Right. And yeah.
0: that could be. And then so obviously you're gonna have a double digit seed there. Uh just yeah. like last year, Iowa State and Miami, ten and eleven. Um, you know, I I, I think Drake if you
1: if you're forced yeah. to pick one, who would you go with?
0: I'm I'm gonna go Drake. Um, actually. Um I think Drake, if they can get by Miami, um, you know, I, I think Indiana they can play with. Um their their veteran team a lot of those guys were on the team a couple of years ago that want to won a, a play in game. And then, you know, I think they got beat by Oregon or whatever, um, but have experienced that. And they, like I said, they've got that. They've got good guards, they're experienced. And then they have the go-to guy. That's what might get Iowa state in this tournament. They don't have the guy, give them the ball, go get you a basket. Iowa state does not have that guy. They got to run a set to try to get a shot. Um, Drake will give the ball to Tucker and he'll make a play, either shoot it or pass it. But you give it to him, you get out of the way, and you let him make the play. So I'm I'm going to pick Drake as my team. Um, you know, another one is Penn State. You know, they made a heck of a run in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, they get by Texas A&M. They're going to probably play Texas. Texas. This is one of those. You know, they made just a great run in, in the Big Twelve title game, title, um, tourney. Uh, but was that too much, you know, and then just kind of scrolling down here. Um, I've heard some good things on VCU. Um, they're playing St. Mary's, so that's – again, it's not a power five. St. Mary's very good. Um,
1: Those are two teams we always see in the tournament, though. Right,
0: yep. Um I just don't see anybody else in that one. Yeah,
1: Drake, you might be right. Drake, Drake might be the a pretty good pick there. You know, you know, there's probably going to be – they're almost – but surely he's going to be someone that comes, comes oh, through.
0: Yeah. Oh, there, there will be a double digit seed in the sweet 16. There always is. Um, oral Roberts is another one. Um, I think they've, their record is outstanding. A couple of years ago they were in the sweet 16. Um, and I've heard Florida Atlantic is really good as well. I have them beating Memphis, which that's obviously an eight, nine game. And, and I think Purdue is vulnerable. Um, I really do. I have them going on, um, but that that is that scary second round for the number one seed um, because you know their guards are young, and then they've got the post guy. And if he would get in foul trouble or just have an off day or whatever, um, they could go down early. So, yeah, I would say, but again, I would that's say a nine. That's not a. Yeah, I think Purdue's the most vulnerable number one, unless Houston's guy uh, is out. Uh, if Houston's guy's injured, then then it's uh, that changes things.
1: Yeah. For most everything I've seen, most people think Purdue is the most vulnerable number one, like you said, and, and, you know, the big 10 has got to prove themselves in the tournament, right? A that's deep, the... pro- deep, deep conference, but got gotta yeah, make a run when it matters.
0: Yeah. I th- I still think their last championship is 2000 with Michigan state. They have not won a championship since.
1: Yeah. I mean, okay. definitely a lot of good teams. Right. Right. I mean, but great teams, that, that's a different story. So, yeah, I I got a customer who's a big Purdue fan. He he's not sure how far they're going to go. Yeah, that that feels like a bracket where a lot of chaos could happen.
0: Right. That both of us. That was our our biggest. You you did go with Purdue, but our our biggest. Like, well, I don't know what's really going to happen because, like you said, Purdue loses that second round, it just opens it up, and who knows going to come out of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, FAU, Duke, or yep. Roberts, I like all of them right. versus Purdue potentially. So it's. Uh, this is what makes it fun. There, I mean, there's 10 million different possibilities that you can talk yourselves into. Absolutely. And no one's going to have a perfect bracket.
0: Nope. Nope. Absolutely. All right, now we're going to do the bet stand pick of the week, and I kind of hinted at this early. I'm going to go Pittsburgh plus 2.5, and that, that's at DraftKings uh, with the best odds at minus 110. Um, I know FanDuel is minus 115, uh, so... Uh, Pittsburgh plus two and a half at DraftKings uh, for the bet stamp pick of the week. That's our new segment. We want to thank them, uh, thank our new sponsor there at Bet Stamp. Download the Bet Stamp app and use the referral code MorganU4. When inside the app, use it to find the best odds for each game using the sports books that you already follow. The app allows you to enter your picks and track your bets online and track your results. If you'd like to follow me, I'll be entering my pick of the week and other bets on the app so follow cap three four sixteen, 3462 sorry uh to track my bets and and last week's bet Kansas to win uh the Big 12 title did not hit um, obviously Texas beat them uh pretty good there in that last uh in the championship game there but overall my picks picks of the week have been pretty good uh, but last week was a loser there so Pittsburgh plus 2.5 is my pick of the week
1: Good one to go with. Anything else you want to uh, talk about betting on the men's tournament side, or we kind of uh, covered? No, bit.
0: again, it, it's just tough. You know, obviously, all the odds are 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 out there. You know, it's just unbelievable that the how close Vegas gets it. You know, you know those those oh, one, yeah. those one for sixteen or, or twenty to twenty two, and that's what it's going to be. You know, um, it, it's just amazing how good they are. And they use analytics and they know and, and they're trying to get even money on both sides. And um yeah, you're you're gonna have one of those one sixteen games that's a forty five point game and, and there's not enough points there. But then that other one's gonna be there's gonna be one that's gonna be ten points. And then you obviously want the underdog. You know, I mean it's just the way it is and you just don't know which one's which. Um and that's what makes it fun and and I'll bet Quite a bit. I don't. I try not to bet a whole lot on each one here, but I do like bet on most games in the NCAA tournament.
1: Yeah, it's it's. I've had some of my most fun weekends or weekdays, I should say, hanging out with you guys or other people just during this time. I mean, it's it's a blast. I mean, awesome. we haven't even touched on the the women's side of it, which we're not. Yeah. We won't spend as much time, but uh, the women's have all six teams. From Iowa, is that correct? The state?
0: No, no, they got the same three. Drake, Iowa, they're and Iowa same, State right? the same three. Yep. Sorry, sorry. Yep. Sorry. Same yep. three. Six total. Six total. Yep. And so yeah, so they're and they play Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So they play a little bit different. Um, I know I think Iowa State plays on Saturday. I think Iowa plays on Friday at home. Um so um Drake and, and Iowa State are on the road. Um Iowa State plays Toledo. I can't answer. I don't know who Iowa plays. They're a two seed, so they should win that first round pretty easy. Um, And then Drake, I don't know. I can't answer.
1: I think Iowa plays a Louisiana team. The women do. Southeast Louisiana. Now that you so, say yeah, that. Yeah, you know. yeah. But regardless, I mean, if you're Iowa women's, you, you got to win the first two games. You got to get the Sweet Sixteen. Otherwise, it don't matter. Otherwise, right. it's a loss. Lost season in
0: a way. Oh, absolutely it is. And, and you know, they didn't get out of you know, Creighton ended both Iowa and Iowa State season last year. They were on a collision course to play in the sweet sixteen, and Creighton ruined it for Iowa before the sweet sixteen and then ruined it for Iowa State in the sweet sixteen. So um just the way it goes. And uh but yeah, it'd be just it's just a great weekend. You know, we've sat in basements and just watched it together. Um, with with buddies, that's always fun. Like I said, I'm going to Des Moines on on Friday. Going to watch the games downtown Des Moines there on Friday.
1: Yeah, Des Moines is going to be a blast. I mean that 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 downtown Des Moines is going to be packed full of people, which is great. All the money coming in. Kansas fans will be coming up. Everybody else from from other areas. It, it it's truly like if you've never been to a a March Madness game or a session. This will be my second one. The first one was awesome. So definitely if you have the money to do it or or have the ability to do it, I highly recommend it because it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I've not ever been to the NCAA tournament. So one of these years I should go, especially when it comes back to Des Moines. Uh, But I just always just never quite do it because like, well, we'll, maybe I'll go somewhere on spring break. And and that is a little bit of the issue, Um, you know, like, You know, it's usually the end of my spring break, and if you want to go somewhere nice for spring break, you don't want to hang out in Des Moines. Uh, But just with this year, obviously, going on the trip two weeks ago, um, obviously we're not going anywhere. But I do usually like going somewhere for spring break, and uh, so that's always tough too.
1: Yeah, no, that's a major factor. And but like I said, the good thing is the these teams play all these different locations, so. Depending who you're a fan of or where you live, you you might have the opportunity every other year or every four years to maybe catch a game. I know, like I said, next year they're in Salt Lake. Talk to some customers are going to go that. I, they've been in Boise, I think, Portland, yep. Yep. Um, Sacramento, and Albuquerque. Kind of the rotation out west here, but right. And the Midwest has their own, and in the other areas. But if you get the chance, go because it's it really is pretty exciting. You you watch a game. And then all of a sudden the fans have to leave, and if you have the, you know, the second ticket for the second game, all of, all the other fans start filling in. So it, it it's it's like rapid fire basketball, like a state tournament, yep, in high school,
0: absolutely. All right, let's kind of uh, move on here. Uh, let's talk about okay. So our uh, ESPN tournament challenge. Should go to ESPN tournament challenge, uh, on your phone or on the on the, ESPN.com. However you do it, and uh, the group name will be Morgan. You asked for just like the name of our podcast, and then the password is Morgan, and then the letter U, and then ask a s k e d, and then the number four. So again, M O R G A N U A S K E D four, the, the number four. So that's our password, and I'm going to put I'll put that in the, the the details here and the explanation, so you can get that. But then the group name is Morgan. You asked for, and so sign up to that for that. The winner is going to get a twenty-five dollars Amazon gift card, uh, mailed to you, and then and then I'll I'll send you a couple of koozies as well. So uh, after whoever wins this, I'll I'll get a hold of you and you just uh, send email me your address, and, and I'll get that stuff out to you. So that's the first thing. ESPN Tournament Challenge. Um, again, group name Morgan. You asked for. And then the password Morgan, you asked for a little bit different there, and I'll put it in the details so you can copy that and get it in there. So, but Winter Gun is going to get it, going to get an Amazon gift card along with a couple of koozies.
1: Perfect, that's great. And I'll I'll contribute as well. I'll I'll do something for the second place. Obviously, okay. you and I are excluded. We'll be in the tournament just yep. for
0: fun. We'll be in, but we, we we will not win it.
1: Yep. Yeah, we can't win. Uh, we don't want to give each other our own prizes. So I'll come up with something uh, for second place. Okay. That's not us. And get that ad in. And uh, yeah, no, this is good, man. ESPN does a good job of of these tournaments and these bracket challenges. So, yeah, get signed up. It's free. I mean, you got nothing to lose. Best case scenario, you win a prize.
0: Absolutely. And then the next thing here, I've got another prize and another thing here. So on Spotify, they've got a new thing here. It's not completely new, but they're kind of trying to push it a little bit more. So if you listen on Spotify. Um, there's going to be a a poll question at the end of this. Uh, So you can scroll down and it'll ask you a question. I just want you to answer that question. So the first person to answer it that I see, and then you need to email me the answer to your question as well. So you need to do it inside Spotify and then also email it to me. And again, our email is going to be on the details. Again, it's Morgan, you asked for at gmail.com. I'm going to send, $10 $10 gift card to Amazon along with a couple of koozies. But again, you got to email me your address so I can send it to you. So that's another thing that we're going to do. So, um, again, that's just trying to participate and get a little bit more action with our podcast, trying to, you know, we're doing a pretty good job. We're, we're, we're increasing uh, listeners and everything. And I want to thank everybody for listening again, tell your friends, tell your family, try to get more people here. Um, but again, I, I believe that is only on Spotify. So maybe, you know, you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts. That's that's my main podcast player that I listen to. Uh, flip over and and listen to it on Spotify on uh, answer this question and then get part of this. So first person to do that will get um that um prize there. $10 Amazon along with a couple of koozies as well. But so try to do that on Spotify. Again, thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate you, and here's a couple uh, reward type things for you. So,
1: great, uh, good, good to give outs to the to the listeners. So, this should be fun. March Madness, NFL free agency, which that'll come yeah. down the line. Yeah, the Masters now, is coming up, and now we got free. We got gifts for everybody. Almost.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, legal tampering is essentially like what it's called right now. Correct, because you, you can't sign. But they can all talk, right? And that kind of what it's called.
1: Yeah, legal tampering. So, you know, if someone was to call you up and say, hey, here's what I'm thinking on the bracket, and I get that ten dollar gift card. I'm just kidding. That's not gonna happen. But yeah, right. essentially you can you can call and do do stuff ahead of time, which has always been happening. The NFL realized that this these things were already going on back in the day. So why not make it legal? And it's good attention for the NFL because it gets them in the headlines again, like bulls. Yeah
0: well and this this we've talked about this on the podcast and a lot of people is this what makes the nfl good is it's not like the nil situation and and the transfer portal and everything where th- it's just out in the open th- this is a the time there there is a calendar this is the time where if you want to you know try to get somebody with be a trade or a free agency whatever this is the time you contact them you know and and i know there's portal windows and stuff like that but it's still a lot of still under the, under the, you know, just not up and up under the sheets, under the covers, whatever you want to call it. And uh, the NFL just does it all right out in the open. And then, you know, in a, in a week, 10 days is the actual free agency start. And, and then you'll go from there.
1: Yeah. I mean, this time of the year should be dominated by college basketball. And it's not the NFL's. You know, they're squeezing in there. They're getting their headlines. Jimmy G signing and
0: yep. Is with
1: the 49ers and all sorts of other stuff going on and trades. and
0: Trey, Trey Wingo said Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, done deal, right? Yeah. From
1: everything I've read, it's a done deal. It just depends if Aaron Rodgers wants to play or not. And which we'll get in, we'll do another episode of that. Yep. But he's he's hurting both sides by him waiting.
0: Absolutely. He said he's it wouldn't helping. take long, but.
1: He's full of shit and I, I
0: agree. Would,
1: I wouldn't blame the Packers if they paid him 60 million and said stay at home at this point. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But uh we'll we'll save that for another time. Right. He's starting both sides of my opinion. But yeah, this, this is March Madness. This is gonna be awesome. I think games start tomorrow, right? Uh yeah, two- yeah. First
0: four games are, are starting tomorrow night. Um, and then you know, we get uh rocking and rolling. 11 o'clock, uh, Iowa time on uh Thursday.
1: Yeah. Thursday, Friday, are going to be wild. Nobody's going to be working. Uh, don't expect to get your Amazon packages or anything done in that time frame.
0: I hope and so. Cause that's... I ordered those Amazon gift cards.
1: <laughs> well, with that, well, that we can only, I, I still, I like... still
0: got like three weeks till the tournament's over <laughs> to send that's the big right. one. And so
1: there's, there's going to be some time in between, but Thursday, yep. Friday, if you're expecting stuff, uh,
0: the driver is going to be sitting in his car watching the fo- watching his phone uh on the game Yeah, not, yeah low,
1: lower your expectations of Friday and Saturday this week after that of course it it lightens up a little bit but this first weekend's going be it's gonna be wild a uh, lot of fun hopefully plenty of upsets and we will probably do a short recap at some point after the after the first round here
0: yep absolutely so yeah we'll see Saturday morning hopefully but we'll see um, we'll just make it work and we'll, we'll do the best we can. So, all right. Hopefully everybody has a great week. Enjoy many people around here on spring break. Uh, hopefully you're, you're able to listen to your podcast wherever you are. I know people in Florida and Alabama and South Carolina and enjoy the weather. Um, and cause it, it's not, I don't know the weather out there, but it's, there's snow on the ground here and it's not real warm right now.
1: It's about thirty one and we're we're hitting this right now. So we we'll take it. We'll take the snow, but uh spring's hopefully not too far away, but it looks like more in the April time rather than March.
0: Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Trev, and, and we'll talk to you later this week.
1: Okay. Enjoy the games.
0: Yep, you too.